This episode of the Local Hustlers podcast is sponsored by Crossbow Equine. If you own a business, you need to check out Crossbow Equine for all of your social media marketing and branding needs. Throughout her entrepreneurial journey, owner Kylie Bowen has gained a deep understanding of marketing, branding, and telling your story in an authentic professional manner to help you gather raving fans and paying clients and customers. For our listeners only, Kylie is offering a free 30-minute consultation call and 50% off your first month of services. Contact her today at 480-254-7650. You're listening to the Local Hustlers Podcast. East Valley Locals. Get connected with small businesses near you and dive deep into their stories, mindset, and motives. Entrepreneurs everywhere. Get ready to be inspired by business owners, entrepreneurs, and hustlers that you can relate to and learn from. And now, your hosts... Dallin Huso and Ridge Waldberg. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Local Hustlers podcast. This week, we're super excited to be here with Andy and Sarah Foshing with A to Z Home Inspections, who we met through Instagram, but they met through Plenty of Fish. So, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Welcome, guys. We're excited to have you. Thank you. Thank you too. Why don't you both take a couple of minutes? Um, tell us a bit about your background, your past. You know what what life events kind of led you to, to where you guys are today. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Um, well, a little bit about my past is I've been in the construction industry for 20 plus years, working for a commercial general contractor and then also a residential home builder okay. um, in Minnesota. And we moved to the warm state of Arizona here just this past May. And um, yeah, we're just looking to get our business up and going. And I also have another side business too, but uh, A to Z Home Inspections is our main business and we're excited about being here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> my background is I was a journeyman plumber for about 10 years okay. in Minnesota, um, owned a gym for about seven years. And this just, I didn't want to do the hard labor anymore. so. When we came down here, I just thought this would be a really good fit. I got a good background in it, so I just decided to go to school for for home inspections. Huh, and cool. that's yeah, I always wanted to be somewhere warm, so we took that leap, and here yeah. we are. Nice. And, we, and we make a good combo because I handle all the office stuff and the admin side of things, and marketing and website, and and he's the home inspector. He's yeah. got that keen eye, you know, for detail right, and right. finding things and figuring things out especially with his experience in the plumbing industry and right so yeah we're excited about it you know and feel like it's a right fit for us love it so i'd love to have you go into a little more detail about really how you came to to create a to z home inspections because in my experience an inspired idea comes and mm-hmm. then you take action on it and sometimes sure. that inspired idea uh, leads you down a different path than you first thought it might lead you down yeah. and so for our other listeners that are listening that that have an idea that haven't yet taken that leap, you know, that, you know, you're now a few months down the road, uh, that they've got the idea. What's the next steps? Would love to have you just kind of talk through that process of the inspired idea. You're in Minnesota and now here you are in Arizona with, uh, with your new business. Yeah. Well, it kind of sounds a little cliche, but we, I was going to open another gym down here. Well, mm-hmm. then COVID hit and I was just like, I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah. So, <laughs> Count your blessings. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Yeah. Um, so one day we just went for a walk and we just started talking. And I just said, what about home inspections? Hmm. And she's like, I've never really thought of that. 
And then that night we were laying in bed and I came up with A to Z, you know, Arizona, look at everything from A to Z. And it just, I don't know, it just fell into place. And yeah. we're just like, wow, yeah. that came way too easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no. then, yeah, then we just started searching the name, you know, the way we wanted it wasn't taken. Um, so we just went with it and yeah, I don't know, everything's been falling into place ever since. I mean, moving during COVID, you know, selling the gym during COVID. I mean, just everything happened that shouldn't have. Yeah. So, selling our yeah. place back in Minnesota, you know, closing on our home down here. Um, yeah, it, we, we are very firm believers that everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And we always talk things through, talk it out. Um, and it just always seems to like fall into place. And then we both just have that strong entrepreneurial mindset where we just put 110% into everything that we do and we just drive forward so much and have you know all these brainstorming ideas that we bounce off of each other all the time and with my background and with the office and the admin and the marketing and then with his experience just with the hands-on and the skills and everything it just it thrives back and forth yeah, so easily yeah 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 and so you know we we got down here, you know, and we just kind of kept putting everything in place mm -hmm. with the next steps. Uh, Andy went to schooling. Um, he went to a great school here in Phoenix. And, yeah, uh, ITAZ. Got to give him a shout out. Yep. <laughs> really great guys. Really cool and, people. Yeah, like, we stay in contact now if I ever have questions or, you know, they just help me with everything. So I met a good group of guys which is awesome because i don't know anybody down here <laughs> <laughs> yeah we so, took a huge leap yeah so a lot of everybody. us from a lot of us from class still keep in touch and you know have you seen this have you seen you know that yeah, kind of thing yeah so yeah it's pretty cool yeah good camaraderie great incredible yeah. story you mentioned you wanted to move down here for the weather um mm -hmm. was the plan to move and start a business or did the did the idea to start a business come after you guys were here nope i had my gym back in minnesota uh -huh. so our whole plan was to come down here to do the, the gym, gym here that's right and okay yeah we were literally we were had the pens in our hands to, wow to sign really the close to okay. signing so this yeah. was yeah. almost and happening yeah then all this just blew up yeah you know and mm -hmm. we were just like wow was that a sign or what right right <laughs> you know so then we just we just went with it. Right. And you're trying to like plan out all the timing, you know, obviously with with uh, closing on a new home and making such a move across the country. Um, you know, we're trying to keep our jobs going back at home. And it just so happened that the gym, we just made this conscious decision that you know what first of the year is kind of when we need to make it happen yeah rather than like say a month or two before we were going to move down here um and it just fell right into place because you know we thought it's a good opportunity for that person who's buying it to start off the year fresh but then with covid hitting too it just happened the way it needed to happen and we're happy for her. Things are still going. I still keep in touch with yeah. who bought my gym. Uh -huh. She actually worked for me. And she oh, really? was, yeah, she was like 25, super excited, you know, so we worked it out and I still reach out to her and she's still doing really good. So that's yeah. awesome. You yeah, know, nice. that's good yeah. to hear. Yeah. yeah. So I do want to backtrack a little. How did you kind of get into owning a gym or just being an entrepreneur in the first place? Where did that idea come from? I look back and I don't even know how it happened sometimes. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I was a plumber for 10 years. That's and in, right. Oh, in 09, the bottom dropped right. out. 
and like nobody was working. Yeah. And I just loved working out for just stress, you know? So I was like, well, why don't I do this for a living? And that led into going to school for that, getting a couple jobs. And I'm like, I don't want to work for anybody anymore. I can do it better. <laughs> so then I ended up having my own gym and, you know, yeah, I had that for almost seven years. Nice. Yeah. And Sarah, were you involved in, in the gym also in, in supporting an administrative role with that? Um, I was a little bit towards the end uh-huh. because Andy and I have only been together for about four years now, okay. a little over four years. We've been married for a little over one, so we're still new ones. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, as soon as uh, we met, we did help each other out in a lot of different ways where I was helping him with a little bit of marketing. Um, you know, a little bit of invoicing and, you know, because There's stuff I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And then our whole plan together then was to move down here. We both, when the first time we met, there was so many similarities and so many things that we, um, connected with on so many different levels from the way we both grew up to, you know, similar interests. Um, we both loved the fitness industry, um, we thought we were going to do a fitness competition someday. Uh-huh. I mean, we both love UFC. I mean, there was just like so many things. And then um, I just naturally kind of was helping him out because then we knew that that was going to be our role in opening up a business down here. The That's gym. cool. So, That's cool. Yeah. So we talked to a lot of entrepreneurs and some kind of get into it because they had a passion for a certain thing and they want to do that. So kind of similar to you at the gym. And then some people, they just love to create. So no matter what it is, they're just creating businesses. So it sounded like, you know, with the gym, you had that passion for, for gym working out, but now obviously you've shifted to something else. Do you feel like you have that same passion for, for home inspections or have you found other ways to, to enjoy yourself kind of on the back end, more on the, the entrepreneurship side of things? Um, I do. I feel like I needed a change, but I didn't know I needed a change. Yeah. Like I feel like it, you know, um, was this meant to happen that way? So I feel like I'm more excited now than I was going into the gym. Okay. I don't know. It's just, it's not quite as stressful. Yeah. You know, having a gym is very stressful and dealing with a lot of personalities, you know, so. Yeah, you're kind of like a therapist. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I should have double charged them. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like this is my path. I feel like that yeah. was just a part of my life to learn how to deal with this. For sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And owning kind a of, business uh, and no. yeah. And it, it just tied in so well to the construction background that we both have. So we do feel like, um, you know, it, it's a good fit in that mm-hmm. we have a bit of experience the right, and background. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. right tools to kind of facilitate the growth and the passion and the drive that needs to happen for that career, you know, to yeah. succeed too. Were there any major fears um, when getting started? Anything you guys are worried about when starting a business? I mean, coming out here, I don't know if you guys had any connections. I'm assuming you didn't didn't have any. So yeah, no, we yeah. we still have fears. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we yeah just, let's be real. Yeah, we, and we really we basically just opened up. I mean, we moved down here in May. Yeah. Um, we Andy went to school June, um, got his license September mid September. So I mean, we've just been guns a blazing since we moved down here. But you know, yeah, we we still have 
fears yeah, and fear of failing yeah Who but wants, no we wants we, to we fail right but that's you know, kind of a drive though, yeah too. yeah we you don't want to so. fail you know that's just not in our nature uh-huh. to fail so i feel like um you know we're out there we're doing the groundwork we're laying the path and you know meeting people and connecting and on all aspects to make this yeah and i think too with me owning the gym there were hard times i mean there were times i was just like what am i doing yeah yeah (laughs) you know and i i know like i calm her sometimes i'm like it's gonna be tough for a while (laughs) like i'm telling you right Uh now like Uh you're gonna want to quit four times you know Uh and that's just how it is i mean i think if anyone says anything different they're kidding themselves themselves, for sure um, yeah, so once you get through that first, the year is the worst, you know, because you're just everything you're doing, you don't see anything coming back, mm-hmm. you know, so that's what you got to fight through. But yeah, it's, at the end, to me, it's worth it. I can have my own schedule. I can, you know, do what I want that's pretty cool. much run yeah. my own life. Yeah. yeah. Like we uh-huh. simplified things before we moved down here because uh-huh. we knew that this was the way we wanted to live and we, um, we just really, you know, strive on being who we are, but yet still helping others and getting out there and making sure that we're ex- we're exceeding and being successful, but yet also still helping others. Yeah, yeah. You know, a, a team effort, really. For sure. You know. You mentioned that fear of failure. How? Because I think that stops so many people from even getting started because they yeah. don't want to fail. And like you said, everyone experiences that to some degree. How did you guys overcome that? And even knowing that there is a possibility of failure, that you're still going to go ahead and get started, move down here, start a business during COVID, during everything that's going on mm-hmm. in today's world? Um, there was always just a quote Jim Carrey said. I don't. Um, he just always said you can fail doing something you'd love or you can fail doing something that you don't like so you know i mean you could you could get a pretty cush job and they could lay you off so there's really no difference Mm -hmm. you just gotta decide to do it i think Mm -hmm. you know is the it's just mind frame for sure so just knowing that like you're gonna experience some sort of failure throughout life no matter what you do yeah so you might as well do something that you love yeah Mm -hmm. i mean i went to school to be a plumber for five years and the bottom fell out and i didn't have a job (laughs) You know, so it's just like, well, you know, what do you do? Not you much just, security yeah, there. <laughs> I know you just adapt and you do what you got to do. Yeah, just like with anything, you know. So Andy, I love what you said earlier that your fear fuels you, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and I love the example that you guys are living and setting and and starting this new business because uh, people that are listening that are in whatever stage of business they're in, you know, they're also wrestling with fears. No, oh, totally, uh, because it's just a part of of reality of, right. of running a business and and that statement that my fear fuels me is a great mindset to have so that others that might be wrestling with fears uh, could also use that thank you yeah yeah no problem why don't you guys tell us a bit about the process of of like actually starting the business before before day one before opening day like what are some of the steps that that you need to do for an entrepreneur that's listening that wants to start something like you have an idea what happens between that idea and opening day? Like, what are some of the things that you need to do? Um, I think a lot was looked at where we were living. Like, is it going to work where mm-hmm. we're living? Like, you know, um, whatever the like, the case may be, you know, mm-hmm. make sure it can support your business is the yeah. big thing. Um, and then, yeah, I just 
what do you think? Well, like and, and basically <laughs> more on like the business office admin mm-hmm. side of things, mm-hmm. you know, you're looking at your website, yeah. what your yeah. name is, what your URL is going to be, your um, insurance, your um, email, and then going through the whole process of developing a website. I created our own website. Oh, nice. Um, I've been doing basically all of that in-house versus out so you can spend more quality time on it and i think you have more of a personal touch and and more passion towards it when it's your baby and you're fully you know in control of all that um but yeah and then you know just looking at the type of schooling and what um, memberships to be affiliated with or networking groups and you know like I said before too the insurance mm-hmm. aspect of it mm-hmm. you know making sure that you have all the coverage you need and and making sure that um, your business is successful but yet also secure <laughs> so you know there's there's definitely a lot and um, you know with social media and marketing yeah. and there's always new technology that's constantly coming out and you know and then and your logo Creating right. Yeah. Your, Just your something, brand. something like that. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. So it doesn't you know? seem like much, but it's amazing. The yeah. And what do you that. spend your money yeah. on? And what is what are you really gonna get the most out of what you're putting your money into? For sure. And so. that, that's why I asked the question because something as simple as a logo like can take so much time yeah, and even crazy. money to get something like that created, and you don't even think that that's gonna be a, a big deal when starting a business. Yep. There's so many hurdles and things they have to go over. It's nice to know what to prepare for and what to be ready for. Yeah, when, and, when yeah I think started. that's that's what scares a lot of people is yeah. all that kind of stuff. Well, and even even just the name and the URL and your email addresses right. and how does all that stuff funnel through mm-hmm. like the social media marketing world and yeah. everything, you know, too, where people can find you. And, and you know, I mean, people take one aspect of it and there's just so many more avenues of it too you know from having a google business listing to you know your your website and then having facebook and instagram or twitter or you know there's just so many avenues and um ways to make sure that you know your business is actually kind of coming full circle Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yeah you mentioned you had to go to school. I'm kind of interested in hearing about that. So is that a requirement to start a home inspection company to, to go to school and get some sort of license or certificate? Yep, yep. Um, even just to be an inspector, you have to go to school. Um, it's You have to have a minimum of 96 hours. Um, and then when you're done with your 96 hours of class time, you have to do 30 parallel inspections, which means they have their inspectors and you are basically shadowing them for okay. 30 different inspections. Wow. So that, that took some time, you know, especially with COVID, a lot of people don't want extra people into their house. Exactly. So it took a little longer to get through that. And then once you're done with that, then you got to go take your four hour state test, which I think the percentage is like 30% fa- or pass the first Really? Time. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's pretty intense. Um, so there was many, many hours studying in the <laughs> office, Yeah, you yeah. know, but luckily I passed that, you know, the first time through. So congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Thank I you. would not have done that. I, I've never been a test taker. <laughs> yeah, me neither. You know? Yeah, neither one of us. We're all basically like hands yeah. on learning, right, right. you know? Um, and so, yeah, it was a lot of, a lot of studying. A lot of studying. Yeah. But I just, I feel like I, my general knowledge from years ago helped so much mm-hmm. that I understood more than a lot of the other guys in class couldn't grasp right away. You yeah. know? 
So I think that really helped. That's cool. Yeah. Do you guys have any uh, role models or mentors that have kind of helped you maybe back with the gym or getting started with this? Maybe someone within the industry that, that you talked to that kind of helped you get through those those beginning steps? Not, not really as no. far as a business. Yeah. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I ain't going to lie. I went into yeah. it not knowing what was going on. I love it. I mean, I just learned as I went. I don't know how I did it, you know? But Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just feel like hard work, just dedication. I mean, well, I got to say, we both grew up in the country Mm -hmm. and I grew up on a dairy farm in Wisconsin. He grew up out in the country in Minnesota and just like, he's the youngest of six. I, I'm the oldest of three, but the way we grew up, it was always, you know, work hard and then, you know, you're going to, you're going to be successful. Yeah. Yeah. And then play. You know, so, you know, getting up in the morning every single day before you go to school, milking the cows, going into school, you know, and it just, and then you always had tons of chores mm-hmm. outside, helping out with the family. His dad was a truck driver, so his dad was gone, you know, and um, yeah, it was just hard work. Yeah. And maybe I got my resilience too, because when I was young, I always got beat up by my older siblings. <laughs> Youngest of six. Yeah, you know, so I had to fight for everything. I had to fight for that last thing on the plate, you know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that has something to do with it. <laughs> right. From our time together, it really sounds like you guys complement each other very well, mm-hmm. right? Not all uh, couples can work together. Like mm-hmm. they can live together, but they can't necessarily work together, right? Yeah. It right. sounds like uh, your personalities, your backgrounds really complement each other in a powerful way. Uh, and, and the thought came to me is, you know, as Dallin asked you the question, like, have you reached out to any mentors? And the answer is, well, no, I, I kind of went on my own. My thought was, well, you had the perfect business partner. Yeah, right? totally. That you, you had know. your previous gym experience, you got the perfect business partner, and together uh, you mentored each other mm-hmm. and, and really took uh, the 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 experience and the skill sets that you bring to the table together with these you know, great country values of hard work right. uh, that come from your upbringing. Yeah. And it's created what you've now uh, created here with ANC. Yeah. 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 I mean, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, the stuff, yeah. that's yeah. the stuff she does that I just, you know, I don't even think to do some of the stuff. Like, let's go on a podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> when, where? Yeah. 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 Like I said earlier, you know, I mean, Andy has a keen eye for, um, you know, just the home in general and just what makes sense and logic. And, you know, it, his years of plumbing, too. I mean, he always wanted everything to be perfect, almost, you know, like just clean, make sense you know, do the job, get out, you know, kind of thing and move on to the next thing. And, and, and I'm the other way, but in the office, (laughs) you know, just constantly brainstorming and putting together all the pieces to make sure that the website is running properly. And how do we get it so that people can go online and they can pay for the services and makes things simple, you know, with today's technology and Uh all the things that we have. You know, so 
Yeah, we do. We we complement each other well. And she shows me her office gadgets, and then I show her <laughs> my job site gadgets. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. fun. Exactly. Has there been any aspect of working together that has been difficult for the two of you? I don't think so. I mean, I just think the times right now are difficult. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's just so many goofy hurdles, but I mean, as far as working together, no, it's, it's just so separate. Right. I don't know. Right. Yeah. She does her thing. I don't question it. If she mm-hmm. wants me to do something, I do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she doesn't really question my part of it. Yeah. So it just kind of works. Yeah. It's know? just this year has been a weird, crazy year, you know. And, All right. And you count your blessings, but then you also look at all the things that have happened and you're just like, oh my goodness, I can't believe, you know, we are where we are today. Yeah. You know? And like I said before, too, we just strongly believe that everything happens for a reason. And that's kind of, you know, like our driving force and the power of positivity and just, you know, thinking positively about things and, yeah. you know, things will happen. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. You mentioned earlier that you simplified some things in your world uh, to make this business happen. One of the principles I believe that make great businesses is the more they can do that in their business as well. Mm-hmm. Where you really simplify and hone in on really what you're about. Talk to us a little bit about as uh, over the last few months you've started, you probably had some, some more, gra- more, not necessarily grandiose, but less defined ideas that you've then been able to simplify and really clarify to really get your vision of what you're all about. Talk to us a little bit about that process and, and what it is that you are about. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically ever since we met, we've been planning and preparing and gearing ourselves up for being here, being here, being in this moment, being successful co-owners of a business. Yeah you know, that couple, that team, you know, um, we, we have been preparing, paying off debt, you know, getting rid of more expensive vehicles and minimizing down to, you know, basically something that gets you from point A to point B, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, selling things that you don't need, you know, just minimizing, um, the things that you have in your household and just preparing us for this moment of being able to take care of ourselves financially and go through starting up a business and moving and yeah just setting yourself up yeah um we knew i mean you got to be realistic we knew we were going to come down here it's going to be tough we're going to spend a lot of money yeah you know to get going and you got to set yourself up for that because if you don't then I mean you're already that much closer to failure yeah, <laughs> and, we, and we know that there's always going to be hurdles and there's going right, to be things right. that come up that you don't or that you're not prepared for mm-hmm. and so we just tried to be realistic and get ourselves set up in the best possible way for this scenario that we're in today and and you know starting off a business and then even with the business too you know having the resources and having the um, skill set that each one of us have to be able to do so many things in house rather than having to spend the money to have somebody do that stuff for us. Yeah. And, you know, even with um, the home inspection business, we don't need a big truck. We don't need, you know, to, 
to a brick and mortar. Right. 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 We don't need an actual office. We don't need a lot of overhead. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's kind of like where just living simply and still being happy and content with what you have. And that's kind of just how we grew up though too. So yeah. it's it's instilled in us. <laughs> that's cool. And I'm sure all these sacrifices will pay off one day in the end it's kind of just delaying gratification and if you're spending this money and time and focus on your business now even though maybe you can technically afford something Mm -hmm. if you put that into the business now then in the future just imagine what you'll be able to afford and what you'll be able to do with your life exactly and there's just some about freedom (laughs) yeah right i wish more people knew you know and i don't know it's hard to explain because it's just a it's a very materialistic place we live in and mm-hmm. I just I don't know I just feel like if they just put that on hold and just saw what it was like to be able to go do what they want on their own time right mm-hmm. it's pretty awesome yeah you know yeah I know you guys are, are just getting started with this business but with the gym did you were you able to experience that that financial freedom at yeah point? it took it took a while yeah you know I had to fight for it but once I did it was just I don't know. I th- it was just a lot more clear when uh-huh. you could see other people uh-huh. just really wanting the freedom, but then they would make moves that didn't make sense. Right. <laughs> you know, buying that brand new boat or that big truck, or yep. and you're just like, why? You were just talking about that you wanted more time with your mm-hmm. kids. Like, why'd you buy all this stuff? Like, you just got to work more. You know. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I, yeah. I think yeah. maybe some hard times are always good to kind of come upon because it makes you learn. You know. That you oh yeah. Those things. Yeah. Yeah. Is it hard seeing that success and then starting over essentially from scratch again? Like, do you ever get impatient or want to be where you were back then? Or or how does that kind of play out? Not really. I mean, I know it'll come. Mm -hmm. You know, I know it'll happen if we just keep our nose to the grindstone. Yeah. I feel like I'm I'm a little more like that where I'm like, relax. It'll be, (laughs) it'll come, (laughs) you know. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it happens to everybody that has a business. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone just steps in and is like, oh, yeah, I'm a millionaire. <laughs> right. You know? Right. So. Right. Yeah, and we just, we want, you know, we're not looking to be the next million-dollar home inspection company. Yeah. You know, we want to still continue to live our life um, where we're making enough, but yet, you know, we're still able to uh, be practical in mm-hmm. our business yeah. and everything. You know? Yeah. So... Do you spend more time cleaning your pool than you spend swimming in it? Then call Flamingo Pools today. Flamingo Pools is your go-to swimming pool maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Whether it's weekly maintenance, repairs, green to cleans, or one-time cleanings, Flamingo Pools will take care of you. Honest, reliable, and innovative. Just a few of the many good things Flamingo Pools customers have to say about them. Ask them about their mineral treatment, which will keep your chemical levels down allowing you to have a healthier bathing experience. At Flamingo Pools, they know that your pool was made to be enjoyed, so let them handle the rest. Check them out at azflamingopools.com or give them a call at 480-422-6013. Mention this podcast and you'll get your first month of maintenance completely free. That's azflamingopools.com and 480-422-6013. So, so what is the goal? If it's not the next million dollar company, like, do you guys want to eventually hire employees and kind of move further out of the business? Or are you happy with just the two of you doing what you're doing right now? Yeah, I mean, 
I think the goal now is just to be happy with us too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm kind of a perfectionist. I didn't want anybody in my gym because I didn't want the weights to be in the wrong spot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, I'd just rather be there longer hours and be doing it myself. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, but you never know. You never know. Right. I mean, I'd never say never. I know a lot of good guys now that I would definitely have helped me out if they needed it too. So, yeah, wherever kind of brings us, I guess, at this point. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. And there's no right or wrong to that, that right? Just kind of, like you said, wherever it takes you. Yeah. If it ends up just being the two of you, that's fine. But if the opportunity comes and it makes sense for you guys to scale and grow, then yeah, you exactly. might as well go for it. Yep. Right. Yep. Love it. As long as you're clear on the intention and what you're wanting to create, that's yep. the key. Yeah. So um, I'd love to know a little bit more about the actual business. And, mm-hmm. and you know, when people are looking for a home inspection, uh, what are they getting when they call A to Z? There's so much better to answer. Um, Well, uh, we have a bunch of different avenues, you know, that people can reach out to. Um, We have a form on our website that they can fill out if they're interested in hiring us for their next home inspection. We do um, new construction, phased home inspections, um, like pre-drywall home inspection, 11 month warranty if you're selling buying a home you know a lot of times you need an inspection for that uh say you're refinancing your Mm -hmm. home you need an inspection you can call us for that um yeah and basically we just kind of walk you through the steps you know we're real big on communicating and knowing what you're getting knowing the steps of the process um making sure everything's clear answering your questions um you know i'm i'm basically your point person um through email or phone calling us texting us uh setting up your inspection um then we also use like docusign to have everything signed electronically you can go on our website and you can pay electronically and then we have once you've paid we've confirmed your scheduled date and time and he shows up out at the inspection and he meets you or gains access to your home and a typical home inspection is going to take anywhere from two to three hours Um, and he examines you know the full spectrum of your home from exterior to interior obviously it depends on the home inspection you know if it's um uh, pre-drywall home inspection mm-hmm. he's just mostly focused on the structural aspect of your home along with um, like the plumbing the plumbing, electrical, electrical the roof heating. yeah the you whole know kit and right um, the, the popular ones around I shouldn't say the popular but with all the new homes being built mm-hmm. the 11-month warranty ones are really important um, because most builders will have a one-year warranty right so when you're living there for a while, a lot of times you just don't notice things. How many times are you going to hop up in your attic? I mean, people it never do, you know, so they'll get the 11 month warranty. I'll walk around, make hmm. sure there's nothing wrong with it. Anything that I might find that they can get the builder to fix before that one year is up. Okay. Huh. That's yeah. a great service. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I think that one's really important around here. Mm-hmm. I mean, the houses go up so fast. Uh-huh. It's crazy, yep. you know? And things get missed. We're all human, you know. Sure. So, I think that's a really important one. And I, mean, I think even the pre-drywall yeah, inspections, too. you know, yeah. the the new homes, like he was saying, the homes are just going up so super fast. 
And, you know, there's a lot of things that might not necessarily be a problem at the moment, but they could be down the road. And you definitely want to have those things documented and know about them so that then if there is something... Some issue down the road. Right. I mean, yeah, the last one I found cut trusses, split trusses. You know, I mean, that's holding your roof up. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah, it's pretty important. Yeah. As a follow-up to that, I can see great value for someone who's buying a house, selling a house, mm-hmm. new construction, remodel, etc. What about for somebody who's not buying or selling, not remodeling or construction, just lives in a house and wants to know, hey, how is my house? Is there a market for that? Is that something that you guys do where you just come in and, and let somebody know kind of the state of the union? You know, yeah. how, how's your house? and and if you were to spend some money fixing something, here's where your dollars would best go. Is there a market for that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think the people that do do that, they generally kind of know what you might find. I think that's why mm-hmm. they hire you in a way. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely, um, especially if someone's in a house for 20 years and they haven't done anything to it. Yeah. Or they started dabbling in things that could have messed with structural yeah. issues mm-hmm. or whatever they, own yeah or their own improvements yeah, of their yeah, own. i mean you run into some crazy things you know their <laughs> own plumbing or you know i mean it's some funny stuff you know that's one thing that we're we're trying to do too on our instagram page is things i find on the job <laughs> that are very interesting you yeah know, and i'll just share with people and you're just like wow how'd that work <laughs> yeah and just also other little tidbits of information that people might not know you know what certain things are in their home Right. And we're yeah. just trying to also educate, you know, educate, make people aware. You know, we all kind of know that a home has a roof and four walls, mm-hmm. but, you know, there's a lot of other components to it that people don't really know what the purpose of them are. Yeah. yeah or totally. even what they're called. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. You know, and yeah. then you kind of feel like when you're trying to explain something to, a general contractor or somebody that's coming in to fix your home and you're like yeah that thingy that, yeah. you know whatever over there you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it helps I think people feel better and more educated and um, able to relate something yeah I mean I want people else, to yeah. learn so after my inspection I'll do like a 30-minute walkthrough mm-hmm. and I'll go through and I'll show them the things I found what it is you know what could possibly happen if you don't fix it what it could turn into and just the more educated they are in their house the more they can protect themselves right you know? i mean it's really yeah. pretty that pretty simple and we provide you know? our clients with a report so it's a very detailed report that mm-hmm. has like a summary a detailed um section and then it also has photos of our findings that um, a lot of times you know we'll even circle or highlight um to really point those out and then you know they get that in a pdf format so it's their documentation that they can keep with them or you know um if they are selling yeah you know, then yeah. it's a mm-hmm. good tool and a mm-hmm. good reference to have at that yeah. stage yeah. So. yeah well speaking of education because when i think of home inspection i think oh you're selling a house you know the buyers want to see what's going on with the house but like we talked about there's so many other reasons that you might need a home inspection so how do you I guess educate potential customers on the fact that hey I might need a home inspection or a home inspection is is a good thing to get even if I'm not trying to sell or buy a house Mm -hmm. yeah I mean it's just a big investment whether you're buying it selling it living in it I mean it's pretty much the only thing you're ever gonna buy that you can make money on 
mm-hmm. you know so um yeah whatever avenue you take to get an inspection i mean it's for what it costs it's I mean, it's nothing compared to what fixing something could cost on the road. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you kind of think of it as like getting insurance, you know, whether it's car insurance, health insurance, you know, whatever. It's, it's like an added insurance to your home. So it's a thorough written documentation that's going to kind of tell you all the ins and outs of what's going on in your home so that you are prepared in case something happens. Mm-hmm. As a follow-up to that, the more a business is really clear on what they're selling, uh, the more successful you'll be, right? So as a gym owner, uh, you were selling health, yeah. but you're selling more than health. Mm-hmm. Like people that went to the gym and left the gym, they left confident. Yeah, totally. Right? They left with, with self-worth, they left with those endorphins, like, you are selling confidence yeah. mm-hmm. as a gym owner. Uh, in this business, yes, you're giving uh, the home inspection, but more than the home inspection, what are you giving people? Um, education, back to education, um, peace of mind. Yeah. I mean, reassurance. Yeah, reassurance. I mean, at, it's it's easy to put things off when you don't want to know the. <laughs> <laughs> what it could be right yeah, just yeah. like with your health yep. like ah, this hurts ah, it'll go away you know it's <laughs> kind of the same thing but down the road it's gonna bite you in the butt um safety yeah, yeah. safety there's a lot you know that really goes you know it's just kind of like going back to the whole insurance thing too you know where it's it's a security blanket in a sense where you have written documentation and then we're also you know, if there are things, issues that need um, a professional to take care of yeah. and fix, you know, we want to be your resource and we want to be, um, you know, able to give you those reliable contractors, contractors too yeah. that can help you. You know, we're, we're wanting to help yeah. you and, you know, just have it be a team effort and everything. And we've been doing a lot of networking with other subcontractors too. Yeah that provide a great level of service and that you know we have a high standard for ourselves but we also have a high standard for anybody else that we would want to do business with and refer and network and you know grow with as well as you're looking for subcontractors to refer what's kind of a filter that you put a subcontractor through to make sure that they're aligned with your values as a business and your standard of excellence I think communication is big big because that's that's really big for us, you know, um, and we've found more and more people. It's such a tiny little thing that you can do so well right now with today's technology and everybody's Mm -hmm. got that cell phone and it only takes a few seconds to respond to somebody, even if it's like you can't help them right at that moment. Right. I'll get back to you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so, I mean, that's a huge thing. Um, the, the interest and the passion that you get back from a subcontractor who's excited just as much about helping you as you are going to help them, Mm -hmm. you know, that that's exciting for me to see, you know, um, if I'm reaching out to somebody and they've got great reviews, 
and they've got a great customer base, you know, or they have um, the bandwidth, you know, to help. Um, and, you know, yeah, hopefully just, they're in the right no. service area too. You know, I don't want to like call upon somebody who lives over in, um, you know, the west side and they're yeah. going to have to yeah. drive, you know, being respectful of people's time and, and, um, I think just me- meeting with them too and just getting to getting know who they are yeah, before you refer them tell. to your clients. Yeah, you can right. kind of tell. I don't know. I'm pretty good at judging someone's character pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I mean that's a big thing right there. Yeah, we yeah. we prefer to meet face to face because I feel like you just develop a better, stronger yeah, it's relationship a little more personal with people. Than sure. an email or a yep. call. Yeah. you know. Right. So. And it, it's great for your clients as well that you're not just like, okay, here's all the problems with your house. Have yeah. a good day. You've yeah, got, good luck. <laughs> you're like, yeah. now I've got, I can confidently say, hey, these are the guys you need to reach out to to help yep. you to fix these issues. Right. Now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they should, they shouldn't have to be looking up all that stuff. <clears throat> right. You know, so right. if we can have a list of good contractors, they can choose who they like or yeah. call them all and talk to them, whatever they like to do. But That's right. yeah, awesome. it just makes it so much easier for them. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, let's face it, nobody wants to stick a lot of money into something. So to make it as painless as possible, mm-hmm. right, with mm-hmm. anything. And nobody <laughs> wants their home to be uprooted for a long period of time either. Right. You know, I mean, we we want to inspect people's homes and treat it as if it were our own home. You know, we want to make sure that things are efficient and timely, um, you know, and, and we also want to make sure that our subcontractors that we do business with and that we network with are going to feel the same way too, yep. you know. Well, it's kind of interesting. I just thought of this um, probably 15 years ago when I was a plumber. I was looking at a house in Minnesota and I just loved it. And I was like, oh, this is the place. It had a big upstairs and I can make a big bedroom, whatever. And I got a <laughs> home inspector that someone recommended. I mean, I was in the trades, and he came in, and he was just like, oh, man, you're going to have to stick in, you know, $10,000 just to put a beam in here. And, a yeah. bit. and I was like, what? Seriously? And I didn't buy that house, you know, because he found a few things, which, you know, some people might not like, right? They don't want to hear the truth, but he really saved my butt, you know, where I could have been in a pretty big hole if I didn't get him. So Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's a ton of home inspection companies out there for people yeah. to choose from. Mm-hmm. What do you guys do to kind of set yourself apart and, and be different than, than the average home inspector so people are confident in picking you? Um, I think it goes back to my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like just being in the trades for years, I understand how a house is built versus just going to school and you know, um, just having that experience. Communication mm-hmm. is huge. Just being able to talk to people, I just feel like it's really getting lost. <laughs> you know, I mean, just wherever you might be, I yeah. feel like the communication factor and just talking to someone is going out the door. Um, so that's a big thing. Yeah, and just yeah. like the timeliness too. Yeah, being on you know? time. Yeah, you know, responding quickly. Kind of that moral code. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, the construction industry is just known for not showing up when they say they're yeah. going to show up yeah. and not letting you know that they're not going to show up <laughs> and leaving the homeowner left like, are they coming or are they not going to, you know, I, I said, I got off work today, you yeah. know, very common, like it's very commonplace. And so uh, I'm very confident that uh, with your commitment to integrity with, mm-hmm. you know, 
keeping your word, say you're going to do something, you're going to do it, and you communicate that, that you're going to be uber successful because there's just a, a lack of that in there the construction is. industry. And so I, I love to hear people in the industry that are committed to, to working with integrity because uh, when you have integrity, everything works. Right. Yeah, I know. Right. That's yeah, our yeah. biggest point. It's our biggest pet peeve. And we've had experiences <laughs> down here where we're just like, if you just would have told us, right. you know, like <laughs> you couldn't make it. Right. Or, so simple. But it just, it's, it's the snowball effect, you know, yeah. and then all of a sudden one little thing, whether it's communication or uh, something that could be a problem in your house, just snowballs into something that could have just been so simple, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Oh, and really? Yeah, it's, just, it's a pet peeve of mine. You know, always has been. Of both. Yeah, yeah. of both of ours. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How, how do people find you in the first place? I guess, what, what are you guys doing to market, to, to get your name out there, you know, when they're searching for a company? How do they even know that you guys exist? Uh, so we have a Google business listing. Uh-huh. We have our website. We have um, a bunch of different social media from Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, we're doing a bunch of networking with realtors in the area, nice. um, networking groups, um, subcontractors. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, we're just because we moved down here not knowing a single right, soul. Right, no connection. So <laughs> yeah. it's not like you have your family and friends that can spread the word and totally, tell, tell totally, everyone yeah. about it. We and talked about that. But it's yeah. kind of good in a way. It makes you a little more driven. Yeah. Almost. yeah. yeah. And just getting yeah. out there, too, to other area local businesses. Um, you know, just even, like, you go and see the dentist, you know, and you're making connections there and talking to people. And, right. You know, just uh, the... The, um, even Spencer's Auto, where we go and get our car fixed, and <laughs> you know, just um, trying to network and get our name out there as much as possible. Wearing our apparel wherever we go, right. um, you know, meeting up with title companies, mortgage companies. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of different avenues that we've been, you know, reaching out to and reaching out to even other home inspectors. You know, we know that yeah. everybody is super busy right now and with the homes going up as fast as they are, uh, right. a lot of home inspectors, you know, are They're similar to there. us, you know, where they are operating out of their homes. Limited and, bandwidth, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they have a limited number of inspectors. And, and so, yeah, we're, you know, hoping that we can help each other out. You know, if right. they have somebody that... Uh, needs an inspection in a short time frame and they're booked um you know that they can refer them to us and you know hopefully if they have um an inspection that is over in their neck of the woods versus ours then maybe you know we can put yeah, something their I think way people too. are a lot of people are scared when they have a business to help each other out if they're in the, in same, the same industry same right industry. yeah yeah and i just yeah. don't get it like um there's plenty of room for everybody, yeah. you know, and even the guys I went to school with, I was like, let's keep in touch. I mean, some of them were an hour and a half away from me. I'm like, if I get an inspection out there, I give it to you. If you're going out here, give it to, you know, we'll just help each other. Right. You know, I mean, it's just so much easier than trying to be in, you know, competition with everybody out there. Cause did you always have that abundance mindset? Because that's a gift. Your mindset of there's enough for everyone mm-hmm. enables you to serve. That it's not all about you. You're able to not only uh, you know, run your business, but you're also able to help other people. Did you always have that mindset or is that something no. you developed? <laughs> no, I mean, 
I think when you get older, I'm 43, so I've been around the block a time or two. But I, I don't know. I just feel like I, I learned a lot having my first business. And it wasn't about making money. I just loved it. Yeah. I loved getting people in shape, and it just felt good, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just learned seeing through them. <laughs> um, and just, I, it sounds kind of corny, but what I started doing a handful of years ago, or a couple of years ago, was I started listening to, like, affirmations in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, for, like, 20 minutes on my way into the work. And I was just like, man, this... I don't know. It just like set my mind up to be more positive yeah. mm-hmm. and not always be so, I don't know. Well, it's, it's hard to explain. Yeah. Like, Cause like the construction trades, they do kind of wear you out or, you know, yeah. certain jobs and in certain industries, they do kind of take their toll on you. And you know, when we met, we were in a similar situation, you know, just having both gone through a divorce and, and, you know, you want change, you want something different. And we knew we were clicking on so many different ways that we wanted to go down a better path, you know? And yeah, there was just a lot of things that fell into place for us. And, and then listening to the affirmations and, you know, making up a vision board and just, you know, setting yourself up and putting some things in place and understanding that things might not always happen the way you want them to happen or at the time that you want them to happen but going back to everything happens for a reason just has always been true to true to me (laughs) and I think too when we met it was just what kind of clicked and got us prepared for where we are today Mm -hmm. I just think the mind is really strong Mm -hmm. and I don't know there's a lot of negativity out there so I just feel like the more positive I can shove into my brain, the better. <laughs> right. you know, especially now, I mean, with we all know the elections and all the blah It's easy to get and COVID. sucked into all this stuff, you know. Right. So you just gotta step out and you know get away from it. Yeah. Whatever it is. I mean, like lifting weights is one of my big things. Like just leave me alone. Let me go work out. <laughs> you know, and that's my stress reliever. Everyone's and we did fo- have to add a gym onto the side of our house. Yeah, because co- yeah, all the gyms are closed. So right. Right. Yeah. No, it's a necessity. We're just buying stuff. Let's make our own gym alongside of the house. Yeah. You know? yep. yeah. But yeah, I think you just got to get that or that release, whatever sure. it might be, For sure. and just reset. Right. You know? I don't know. It's easy to say. It's hard to do. Right. It is. Yeah. But yeah. I just want to emphasize that point one more time on just being able to network and make connections with people in your industry because like mm-hmm. we talked about sometimes we see them as competition or we think they're going to see us as competition but if if people in the industry could come together more you can just lift each other up so much more mm-hmm. than you could on your own and so mm-hmm. like in a sense you are competition right you're going for for people in the same areas but there's so much more that you could do together if you're networking giving each other tips and advice like you said, maybe you're too busy for a job or it's in another part of town, you can switch back and forth. Yeah. And I think in every industry, you could strengthen each other so much by viewing each other, not just as competition, but as an asset to your business. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. You know, what's mm-hmm. always next to a Target? A Walmart. <laughs> this is always the way it is, right? <laughs> right. Right. I mean, that's how it goes. You, know? you have so. a four corner stop sign and you have four different gas stations. <laughs> yeah. You I mean, know? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so no matter what you're going to be in, there's going to be competition. So, right. like we said, you just got to do stuff that's going to help you stand out. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about what the other guy's doing. You know? Well, and you just have to figure out 
who you are, what you're looking for out of your own business, and then just focus on yourself and mm -hmm. doing what you know how to do as best as you can. You know, not focusing so much on your competition and what everybody else is doing because it might not work for you. Yeah. You know, so. See, that's the UFC watching. You know, the ultimate <laughs> fight. We, I love that stuff. And that's how they all think. They're like, I don't care what so-and-so is doing. I care about what I'm going to do, you know. And it's kind of that mindset. They're authentic. They're aligned with their strengths. Yeah. yeah absolutely. You know, yeah. You, you know? just got to focus on yourself. But yet, I still feel that there's... Um, if you have in your being that helping capacity, then I think you get so much more out of your whole entire life. Yeah. By, yeah. And don't BS yourself. Right. <laughs> you know, it's easy to be like, oh, yeah, I know everything. You don't. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's just don't. There, yeah. I don't even know who said this, but I've always had it in my, in my um, mind. You know, the day you quit learning is the day you die. Yep. You know? I mean, you are going to learn something new every single day. And as long yeah. as you keep your mind open to that, you know, that's how you should grow. That's how you should be. I'll follow up that with one of my favorite quotes from uh, T. Harv Eker. Uh, three most dangerous words in the English language are, I know that. <laughs> no. That's that just one. sets us up to, to stop learning. Like, I know that. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna, there's nothing that I can learn from you or this situation. But uh, mm -hmm. just having that mindset of there's always something to learn there's always something i can share there's always something i can get it right. just uh just generates that abundance cycle that, yeah that yeah. you guys are clearly in you're in that abundance cycle mm -hmm. uh things happen for a reason you're here for a reason things are going well and you're giving and you're getting and it will continue yeah yeah, yeah that's that's Love how we, it. yeah exactly just take little pieces from whoever and make what you think works yep you know right. you don't have to agree with whatever everything you know? mm -hmm. But yeah, speaking of UFC, I just wanted to throw <laughs> I just wanted to throw a shout out to Justin Gaethje. He's a um, Safford boy from Arizona. Oh, really? Fighting for the uh, title on Saturday. Nice. Yep, he's in Abu Dhabi. So yeah, he's fighting a Russian that's twenty eight and zero. Mm. You know, so it's wow. a big fight, and he's I Going think back Safford, to the Rocky days. Huh? Yeah, I think Safford's <laughs> what like two hours east of here or something. Yeah, about two and a half hours. Yeah, I've never been yeah. there, so that's the throw shout out. Yeah. <laughs> Not like I know him, but you know, maybe someday he'll come visit me. <laughs> there you go. If he's listening, hey, there uh, you go. hopefully he needs a home inspection. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Um, well, guys, I can't believe we're almost at an hour already. It's it's gone by so fast. Um, I do have one more question for you guys before we yeah. close up. You've given us so much good good advice so far. But if you had one more piece of advice that you could give to, to any business owner, entrepreneur, what would it be? Grind. Just keep pushing, you know? I mean, it's really that simple in my eyes. Like, there's going to be hurdles, so yeah. don't give up. If it's something you really... Don't go into it thinking you're going to be making buku bucks, first of all. Yeah. Go into it because you'll want to, and it's kind of your passion. Yeah, because that's something you then, love doing. Then the money will come, you know? Yeah, and always be thinking. Always be brainstorming. Always be learning, and um, that's going to help you grow. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love the idea of just grinding. We talk a lot about hard work. It just shows that there's no excuses. Like, you don't need money. You don't need a ton of connections or a network. But if you know how to work hard, you can you can create those things yeah. and you can make anything happen. There's yeah. really no excuses. I know. Absolutely. Just uh, Elon Musk. Just, I saw like a minute video of him. Mm -hmm. He's like, 
he's talking about college and he's like, you know, it's not for everybody. He's like, you can learn for free nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. You really can. <laughs> like, he's like, everything's out there. Yeah. You know, right. he's like, if you really want to learn whatever it is, grab your phone. We all have these magical things now. You know, right. For sure. An and encyclopedia. The, and you really can be truly whoever you want to be or go for any kind of career goal you really want in a sense you know i mean without an education mm -hmm. with an education i mean it all neither one of us with college yeah i mean it all really depends on your personal self your drive and what makes you happy you know and if you are working at target for the rest of your life and you're living within your means and that makes you happy so be it 100%. but if you want to be yeah. a doctor you go for it yeah <laughs> you know it just yeah, everyone's yeah. happiness isn't the same exactly love it love yeah. the advice it's been great your your, uh, your advice has been a gift to all the listeners thanks thank you well before we close up we have a fun little game we're going to play with you guys uh -oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> surprise so how it's going to work is there's we have a list of 20 questions that we're going to ask and you guys have 60 seconds to answer as many as possible and so these are just like questions about things you like your your preferences opinions on things so Nothing you need to, to prepare. Yeah, yeah. So okay. we'll go back and forth and answer, and then you guys can switch off answering the question as well. Okay. okay. Sense. Um, so with that, I will pull up our timer timer here and start us off. Yeah. In three, two, one. Dream vacation. Hawaii, Australia. We just yeah. keep listing them. Yeah. Just no, just one. Oh. <laughs> First thing you'd buy if you won a million dollars. See, that's just it. I'm not a, I don't buy stuff. Yeah, we um, don't. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I'd throw it in the bank. Good, yeah. good. Yeah. Favorite hobby? Working out. Working out. Um, if there was an Olympic competition for everyday activities, what activity would you have a good chance at winning a medal in? Uh, eating. <laughs> All right, a song you've been jamming to lately. Oh, man. Oh. I don't even know. I'm we, such a pocket. It's definitely just got to be upbeat music because yeah. we're always working out to upbeat yeah. music, yeah. you know. Cool. Yeah. Um, if you live to be 100, would you rather have the mind or the body of your prime self? That's Ooh. a tough one. Yeah, that is a tough one. I I would go for mind. I would too, probably. Yeah, for two work guys that love working out, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. Um, favorite... <laughs> Favorite ice cream flavor? Ooh, vanilla. Yeah, well, birthday cake <laughs> is really good, but vanilla, you can add anything to it, so. <laughs> okay, well, there's our time, and we got a total of eight, so not bad. Good, not bad. good work, guys. Oh. We, we kind of got 16. Yeah, yeah, all right. We got two answers yeah. for each. Oh, okay. so. yeah. <laughs> Funny. No. Okay. Um, well, guys, thanks again for coming on. Yeah, um, thanks for having me. Really enjoyed having it. you. Why don't you tell our listeners where they can get a hold of you if, if they're needing to get a home inspection? All right. Well, Fire away. A to Z Home Inspections. Our website is a to Z Home Inspections .us. You can email us at andy at a to Z Home Inspections .us, or you can call or text us at 480-404-3003. You can also find us on social media. Just look up A to Z Home Inspections. We're in Santan Valley, Arizona. And um, yeah, we look forward to working with you and hearing from you. Okay, great. awesome. Okay, well, thanks again, and uh, we'll catch you all next week.
Hey guys, thanks for listening. Just a few things before we go. First off, we wanted to say a big thank you to our sponsor, Legend Acres. They're an award-winning, veteran-owned small business that offers dog training, service dog training, mentor training programs, and more. Legend Acres also offers online interactive training sessions and on-demand classes so you can train your dog from the comfort and convenience of your own home. Check them out at legend-acres.com. Also, if you enjoyed the show, please take a few seconds to rate and review and hit that subscribe button. It lets us know how we're doing and helps us grow so we can reach more locals, entrepreneurs, and help small businesses grow. Thanks, guys.